You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. If you have your Bible tonight, open your Bible with me, please. The book of Romans, the eighth chapter. Romans, the eighth chapter. And this is one of my, if not my favorite verse in the Bible. Romans chapter eight. And we're going to read verse 26. Romans chapter eight and verse 26. Let's all read together, please. Ready, one, two, go. Likewise... The Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Come on, lift up your hands and say with me in a prayer mode. Say, likewise, the Spirit of God also helps my infirmities. The Holy Ghost is your helper. Come on, lift up your hands. Say, the Holy Ghost is my helper. He's not just your helper, praise God. He's your advocate. He's your comforter. He's your counselor. He's your helper. He's your intercessor. He's your strengthener. And he's your standby power. Can you say amen? Amen. Glory to God. Now, if the Holy Ghost is my helper, how do I engage the help of the Holy Spirit? Are you listening? Well, let's go quickly, but we're going to get back to that verse. Let's go to the book of uh, John, the 16th chapter. John, the 16th chapter, please. And we're going to read verse 13. I'm going to be talking to you tonight about your ultimate helper is the Holy Ghost. Everybody, you know, especially in Africa, and, you know, we love it. Everybody is praying in Nigeria for destiny helper. Well, your ultimate destiny helper is the Holy Spirit. Can you say Amen. What man cannot do, the Holy Ghost can do it. Can you say amen? When everybody gives up on you, he will never give up on you. Can you shout amen? So let's read that verse together, please. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. Come on, lift up your hands. Say, he's my guide. Say, the Holy Ghost is my guide. Now, what I want you to do is to write this down now. Write the word, by the word guide, write this word down. It's the Greek word hodegos. H-O-D-E-G-O-S. Hodegos. And hodegos is a combination of two words. It's a combination of hodos, which means road. Road. And then ago, which means to lead. So when, when the Bible tells you the Holy Ghost is your guide, he's your hodegos, He's leading you, amen, on a road. Now, that word hodegos, in the days of the Apostle Paul, in the days of Jesus, that term was used to refer to a tourist guide. Now, if you ever travel to London or to New York City or to some of the major cities like Paris, France, you have a tourist guide, right? Now, a tourist guide does not take you to the ghetto. Is that correct? A tourist guide will not take you to the ghettos, to the slums, Amen, to, the, to where there are potholes everywhere. The, 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 the tourist guide takes you to the landmarks of the city. Well, the Holy Ghost is your tourist guide. He's going to take you to the landmarks of your life. Can you say amen? And at every point in your life, whether in your teens or in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s, and onwards, glory to God, there are landmarks in your life. Can you say amen? Amen. And who's going to lead you to that landmark is the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? Amen. So lift up your hand and say, he's my guide. So how will I draw 
the help of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, the Bible tells us the church was walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? amen. Well, how do I walk in the comfort of the Holy Ghost? The only way I can walk in the comfort of the Holy Ghost is to tap into the counsel of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? amen. So let's go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth. Now, circle the word help. Now, in the Greek, that's a word picture. <clears throat> That word picture is a, of a baby, a newborn baby being just born. How many of you had babies? Now, nah, man, you don't have no babies, all right? Some of the men working up their hands. You've, you have been, your wife had a baby, all right? And you just looked after the baby. But how many of you remember when your child was just newborn? He couldn't feed himself. He couldn't change himself, right? He was totally helpless, and he was at the mercy of his or her parents. Can you say Amen. And there's sometimes in life where we find ourselves helpless and we don't know what to do. Well, when you don't know what to do, your ultimate God, the Holy Ghost, is here. Can you shout amen? And he will help our infirmities. Now, that's the Greek word asthenia, which can also mean sickness, which can also mean weakness. Now, in the King James Bible, it has used the word infirmities, meaning plural. But in the Greek text, it's a singular word. He says, he helps us in our infirmity. In our helplessness, amen, in our weakness. And what is our weakness? For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Can you say amen? But the Spirit Himself maketh what? Intercession. Everybody say intercession. For us, what? With groanings which cannot be uttered. Can you say amen? Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Now I want you to write this down. When you pray in tongues, the Holy Ghost is praying through you and for you. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Come on, say with me. When I pray in tongues, the Holy Ghost is praying for me and through me. Now, I want you to write a few things down today. First of all, circle that word Let's go back to the full verse, please. Verse 26, please. Hallelujah. It says, the Spirit himself maketh intercession. So lift up your hands and sit with me. Amen. Let me just take my time, get a little teaching, and then we're going to get some, have some fun. All right? Glory to God. Say, say in my helplessness, which is I don't know how to pray about a situation. Right? You don't know. You cannot articulate what needs to be articulated to present your case properly before God. But the Holy Ghost himself praying through me and for me maketh what? Intercession. Now, circle the word intercession. He, he's the one making it. He makes intercession for us. Glory be to God. Can you shout amen, somebody? Now, let me give you this word. You don't have to write it down. It's a long Greek word. All you, all you care about is the, is the definition. It's a Greek word, hooper and tungano. That sounds like tongues, doesn't it? Okay. Hooper and tungano. Now, what is the word hooper and tungano? Again, it's a Greek, it's, it's, it's a word picture in archery. When you have a bow and an arrow, 
hitting a target, right? And you have the bullseye. That's what the word huperentungano means. It means you hit the bullseye. So what happens when you pray in the Holy Ghost? Now, when I pray in my own language, in English or in French, I can miss the target. But when I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and tongues of the Holy Ghost comes flowing out of my belly, he will never miss the target. He will hit the bullseye. Can you shout amen? Come on, point your finger at your neighbor. Tell, tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you will never miss the bullseye. You will never miss the target. Oh, I come to prophesy on your life tonight. You're going to hit the bullseye at the end of 2023. And you're going to hit the bullseye in the next year following. Can you shout amen, somebody? Hallelujah. You're not going to be off base. Hallelujah. The next year ahead of you, you're going to be smacked down in the will of God. Can you say amen? Glory to God forever. Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm like the Apostle Paul. I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than you all. Don't ever take your prayer language for granted. Some people, the only time they pray in tongues is when they are in church. No, 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 no. I pray in church when I'm in the bathroom. I pray in church when I'm, when I'm having a shower. I pray in church when I'm driving my car. Can you say amen? Because I need the help of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. In fact, before we read that, let's go to... Uh, Few book of uh, Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Let's see. Well, no, you're ahead of me right, <laughs> right here. Let's. You know what? My bad. Let's go to. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter ten. We're going to look at two verses there. Ecclesiastes chapter ten and verse ten says. If the iron be blunt and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength. Everybody read now. But what? Wisdom. Everybody say wisdom. wisdom. Now remember Solomon said wisdom is the principal thing. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the voice of God. And with the voice of God, you have the unveiling of the plan of God. So what is wisdom therefore? Wisdom is the unveiling of God's plan. Can you say amen? amen? So wisdom, which is the voice of God, which is the unveiling of the divine agenda, amen, is profitable to direct. Can you say amen? amen. So once you discover God's plan, you've got direction. Now say with me, say wisdom. wisdom. Come on, talk to me, say wisdom, wisdom. God's plan. So wisdom, wisdom, the agenda of God. Now say it this way, wisdom, the heavenly vision. Wisdom, the voice of God. Can you say amen? So all I want you to do is to remember the word plan of God. Can you say amen? Now let's go to verse 15. Let's go to verse 15. Verse 15, please. Hallelujah. It says, everybody read now. The labor 
of the foolish wearieth every one of them. Why? Because he doesn't know how to get to the city. He knows he's got to go to the city, but he doesn't know what junction to take. He doesn't know what exit to take. I remember years ago, I was in London, and this guy came on the news. It, was, it, it made news. Now remember, we, I live in America. There's no such thing as runabout. But in England, they got runabouts everywhere, right? And they had the, we, we have what we call the outer loop. And over there, they had the uh, London M25, right? They have the North Circular within London. And then on the outskirts of London, they got the M25, right? Which goes all around the city of London. And this guy made national news because he kept going around London over and over and over again. He didn't know which exit to take. Now you laugh about that, but that's how some of us are. We know that God has called us to do something, but we don't know which exit to take to get us there. But let me tell you right now, the Holy Ghost, come on, lift up your hands and say, the Holy Ghost, he's my divine guide. He will guide me and lead me into the landmarks of my life. Can you shout amen? I'm not gonna worry everybody around me and I'm not gonna worry myself out. Can you say amen? When I don't know what to do, the Holy Ghost knows what to do. Can you shout amen? amen. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians. So remember now, when you hear the word wisdom, what comes to your mind? God's plan. All right, let's read now. Verse 7. Ready, got it? But we speak what? What is the wisdom of God? The plan of God. We speak the plan of God. How? In a mystery. Come on, lift up your hands and say, I speak the plan of God in a mystery. Say it again. I speak the plan of God in a mystery. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, but unto God. Howbeit, in the spirit, he does what? Speaks what? Mysteries. So how do I speak the plan of God? Who, how do I speak the secret plan of God? In a mystery. How do I do that? In tongues. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Even the hidden wisdom of God. Even the hidden plan which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Come on, put your hand on your heart and say this with me. There's a hidden plan for me. Come on, say it again. There's a hidden plan for me. Now, now, let's go to the book of Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25, please. And look at verse 2, Proverbs 25. It says what? It is to the glory of God to conceal a thing. The Hebrew says it is to the glory of God to conceal a plan, a matter. But the honor of kings is to do what? Search it out. Search it out. Can you say amen? All right, let's go to the other Proverbs, please. Proverbs 20. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. All right, let's all read together, please. Verse 5. Counsel. Or what? The plan. God's plan. Where is it? In the heart of man is like what? Deep waters. But a man of understanding will do what? Look at your neighbor and say, draw it out. Come on, say, draw it out. Draw it out. You've got to draw out the plan of God. And where is it right now? It's inside of you. Can you say amen? Put your hand on your belly and say this with me. The plan of God 
Say God's plan for my life. The secret plan, the hidden plan is in my heart. What, 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 you, what must you do? You've got to draw it out. And how do you draw it out? You draw it out by praying in the Holy Ghost. Can you shout amen, somebody? Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's go back there again, think. All right. Let's come down to verse, uh, verse 9, please. Hallelujah. Woo! Everybody read verse 9. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But as it is what? Written. Come on, read with me now. I has not seen, no ear has heard, neither have entered into the, where, where? The heart of man, what? The what? I can't hear you, the what? I can't hear you, the what? The things which God has prepared for them that love him. Do I have anybody here that love God? Come on, lift up your hands and say, I love God. Say it again, I love God. If you love God, God has prepared some stuff for you. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? God has prepared some things for you. Oh, somebody ought to shout amen about that. Listen to me very carefully right now. God has a prepared plan. Come on, say prepared plan. And a prepared path to get you to a prepared place. And when you get to that prepared place, there will be a prepared prosperity. Can you say amen? And a prepared person. Can you say amen? Come on, lift up your hands. Say, God has a prepared plan. Come on, put your hand on your heart. And say, God has a prepared plan for my life. And a prepared path to take me in a prepared place. To get my prepared prosperity and a prepared person for me. Can you shout amen? Can you shout amen? You want to be like the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul says, we forget those things which are behind. And we press towards those things which are ahead. So lift up your hands and say, things behind, things ahead. Say it again, things behind, things ahead. And when Paul said that he was an old man, but even though he was an old man, he didn't say, oh, God is finished with me. He said, no, I forget those things which are behind. I press towards those things which are ahead. How many believe that there's some stuff ahead of you today? Do you, do you really believe that? Do you really, really believe that? then you have no right to say that your best days are behind you. No, 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 no. The best is yet to come. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them, the best is yet to come. Come on, come on, look at them and say, the best is yet to come. <laughs> look at your other neighbor and say, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> oh, however good you've got it right now, glory to God. However blessed you are right now, you ain't seen nothing yet. God will take you from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from power to power. Somebody ought to get happy in this place. Your future is not empty. Your future is full. Hallelujah. Come on, can you say my future is full? Glory to God. Why? Because God has got some prepared stuff. He has a prepared plan. 
and a prepared path to get me on a prepared place. And when I get in my prepared place, there will be a prepared prosperity and a prepared person for me. Can you shout amen? amen. But this, let's read together, please. God has prepared for them that love him. Well, Paul was actually quoting from Isaiah. Isaiah does not, use, does not engage the word love. He engages the word wait. Those who love God will wait on God. Your waiting on God indicates your love for God. Can you say amen? Mm. Let's read verse 10 together, please. So how will you find that prepared plan? How will you find that prepared place? How will you find that prepared path and that prepared prosperity and that prepared person? Come on now. I said prepared person. Not one that you look for that hits you in the head in the night. Come on. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Let's read verse 10. Ha. But God has revealed them unto us by how? By who? By his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. Mm. Now look at verse 11. Everybody read verse 11. For knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, the things of God, The Spirit searches all things and He knows all the things of God. Put your hand on your belly and say this with me. The Holy Ghost inside of me is literally the know-it-all. He's a know-it-all. How many of you have ever met some people who act like they know-it-all? But then when you question them, they don't know squat nothing. Right? But the Holy Ghost, He knows everything about everything. Can you shout amen, somebody? He knows everything about your career. He knows everything about ministry. He knows everything about family. He knows everything about money. Can you shout amen, somebody? Come on, put your hand on your belly and say this with me. The know-it-all lives on the inside of me. The know-it-all wants to reveal all to you about your life. Can you say amen? Come down to the last verse. <clears throat> and then we're going to go back to that verse. Everybody read now. For who has known the mind of the Lord that we may instruct him, but we have. Two ways, there are two ways to know the mind of Christ. Number one, from the B-I-B-L-E. The Bible unveils to you the mind of Christ. Does it not? But the Bible gives you the generic 
plan of God. But how will you discover the custom design? Every one of you here, God has a custom design plan for your life. He has a plan for all of us, but his plan for my life is different than for Pastor Danny or for Pastor Conrad. But nonetheless, there is a plan. Can you say amen? So the second way you discover the mind of God is by praying in the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? So the word unveils the general, the generic plan, mind of God. But it is through tongues. Can you say amen? Through what? Tongues. That you discover because you're doing the, when you're praying in tongues, you are doing the huperentungano. You hit the target. You hit the target. You hit the bullseye. And you'll know what to do. Now, how do you do that? Let's go back to verse 12, please. Let's go back to verse 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you say thank you, Lord Jesus? Come on, lift up your hands and say thank God for the Holy Ghost. Come on, say it again. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Folks, God's gift to the world is what? Jesus. Jesus' gift to the world is the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost gift to you, the believer, is your prayer language. Can you say amen? amen? That's why I don't play with it. I don't play with my prayer language. Glory to God. Can you say amen? amen. Some people are only Pentecostals in title only. No, you've got to be Pentecostal in function. Can you say amen? <clears throat> now, now, let's read this please. So remember Proverbs 25 verse 2 says there's a concealed plan. Well, how will that concealed plan be revealed? By praying in the Spirit. Can you say amen? Now, let's read verse, <coughs> let's read verse, uh, <coughs> verse 12 onwards, please. Now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are what? Freely given to us of God. Verse, th verse 13, this is how you do it. Which things also we speak. Not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Now, let me read that to you from a different translation. Are you ready? I'm going to read it to you. For, for, for once, the French Bible got a better version than the English version. Now, this is not the French. This is the Greek text. This is from, the, from Kenneth Wiest. He says this. And we articulate... These realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with words taught by human wisdom. So we do what now? We articulate these realities. Can you say amen? amen. Now let me, reach, let me show you how the French Bible put it. He says, and we speak of those things not with words taught by human wisdom but with those Words taught by the Spirit using spiritual language for spiritual things. Using what? Spiritual language for spiritual things. Can you say amen? 
Can you shout amen? amen? Glory to God. So, what do you do? You just pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Spirit. Now, write this down. I'm going to close with this, and then we're going to pray it together. I call it <coughs> the eyes, eyes, the, the letter I. The eyes of tongues. When you pray in the Spirit, when you pray in tongues, remember it's the Holy Ghost praying through you and for you. Pay attention to the ideas that wells up from your spirit man. Can you say amen? amen. To the what now? To the ideas. The second eye of tongues. Pay attention to the impressions. The what now? The impressions. You will be impressed to do something. Now this impression will turn out to be insights. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? amen? So what you got now? You got ideas, impressions, insights, which will be the ignition of your life. Can you say amen? amen. September 11th, I was minding my own business and you know what happened. And I had to take a flight the next day to go to London, England to preach. Now that plane was supposed to be full. But when I got on the plane, there was nobody on the plane. So the air hostess said, I said, where do I sit? He says, anywhere you want. There were only eight passengers on the flight. People were scared that Bin Laden might be on the, <laughs> might be on the, on the plane. Hours on the plane, minding my own business. Praying in the spirit, there's nothing to do. Just praying in the Holy Ghost. And this thought come into my mind, why is this plane empty? Well, fear. And God gave me an idea to do a little flyer called Promises for You. Right? Promises for divine protection. Promises for divine prosperity. Promises for divine guidance and promises for divine healing. Put it to a flyer. One page flyer. Sold it for one dollar. Sold thousands upon thousands upon thousands. One idea from the Holy Ghost. How did it come? By praying in the Spirit. Can you say amen? amen. He says, I am the Lord thy God which teaches thee how to profit. He f the Lord alone did lead Jacob. He found him in the waste howling wilderness. But when God led him, he caused him to ride the high places of the earth. Write this down, please. I got three minutes. What you got now? You got ideas, impressions, insights, 
Ignition infrastructure. That's what tongues will do. Give you an infrastructure to build. To build. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? That's why I pray in the Holy Ghost. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue sp speaks to God and he what? He edifieth himself. He's building an infrastructure for his life. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Glory to God. Are you listening? I don't know how many times I've got myself out of trouble by just bringing the Holy Ghost. Just bringing tongues. Can you say amen? Why? Because when I'm praying in tongues, I'm tapping into the counsel of the know-it-all. And he knows it all. Can you shout amen? Can you shout amen? Everything which I'm doing in life, I got it by praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Can you say amen? Let me close with this. I was in uh, preaching in Ivory Coast. Finished preaching. Had to take a flight from Ivory Coast. Uh, uh, Abidjan? Yeah, Abidjan, right? Abidjan to go to Accra and from Accra go back home, right? When I got into Accra, <laughs> the, the immigration officer said, All y'all are going back to Abidjan. I said, I'm not going back to Abidjan. They said, Yeah, everybody is going back to Abidjan. I said, Why? He said, Because you are all illegal immigrants. I said, look at me. Do I look Ivorian? Do I look Ivorian to you? Right? Everybody was put on a plane. But I was fighting with him. I said, no, I'm not going on a plane. I said, where, where will you send us to? They said, everybody's going to prison. I said, I ain't going to prison. Not in Africa. I'm not going to prison. Glory to God. Can you say amen? <laughs> so I was talking to this guy. And this guy was fighting with me. And I didn't care. I just began to pray in tongues. All right, I began to pray out loud in the Holy Ghost. I said, I don't care. Shika bote besata. Ikala boshata la basata. Imrosote kabata. Yeah, kadose bandoko. In the meantime, the plane left. And left me behind. Because the guy was arguing with me. But I kept praying in the Holy Ghost. And as I prayed in the Holy Ghost, something was ignited in my spirit. <coughs> and God said, go and talk to that man. As I'm walking and talking to that man, this immigration officer is pushing me. And you're not going anywhere. I said, get out of my way. Get out of my way. I went to the guy and said, sir, I was supposed to go on that plane. But that plane left already. Right? The guy said, give me your passport. And that immigration officer said, you're not going anywhere today. I said, we will see if Jehovah is God or you are God. Can you say amen? I don't know about you, but I serve a great big God. He's a know-it-all. Can you say amen? He is omnipotent. He is omniscient. He's omnipresent. He can do all things and he knows all things. God came back. 30 minutes later, with a brand new ticket. Can you say amen? That I never paid for. Business class. Send me back home. Why? Because praying in the Holy Ghost. Can you shout amen? Come on, stand on your feet. Say with me. I know what to do. 
I know where to go because the Holy Ghost inside of me, he knows it all and he will show me all. Can you say amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory? You will never be confused again in your life. You will never be bamboozled anymore in your life. You will have divine direction in your life. Can you say amen?